When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. My name is David and today we're going to have a look at how my team got on in game week 9 and what I am planning to do for game week 10. We have arrived at a key juncture in the season where an informed player who got a goal and an assist in a Monday night fixture and is playing once again on the first match of the next game week on Friday night is all of a sudden on the chopping block for lots of teams. That is, of course, one Son Heung-min. A lot of people without Bukaya Saka. I am one of those people. Uh, and because that's a dilemma that I'm dealing with this week and a lot of other people out there are thinking, do I really want to sell Son to get to that midfielder I don't have? Because in some cases, some people are looking to use him to get to Salah, for example. I thought I'd go into a bit of detail about what I'm doing with my team in the hope that it helps some of you guys out there. Now, uh, among the many things on Fantasy Football Scout that can help you guys out there is, of course, the members area, where a lot of the data that I'm going to go into in this video uh, comes from and as I always say if you want the opportunity to have a look at this data to perhaps answer some of the questions that maybe we don't have the time uh, in the video or editorial schedule to go into um, and because it perhaps may be very niche and very specific to your team then of course the membership is the best way to sort that out because then you can go into the members area yourself and have a look at some of the calculations uh, in your own time and I have it on good authority that the 30% off uh, the pre-season price uh, discount for that membership is running out soon so make sure you get yourself sorted in time for that game week 10 deadline and of course don't forget, it is a Friday night deadline, so it's coming a little bit sooner than uh, we have been used to in the last couple of weeks. We've had a good run of Saturday deadlines uh, in a row. Now, the most recent one of those, of course, was game week nine. And I have to say, uh, very, very happy with how I got on uh, in that particular round of fixtures, straight back into it from the international break. And uh, very happily managed to roll a transfer uh, once again. And uh, despite effectively, in the end, only playing with 10 players, uh, I've got 89 points. Uh, I've gone up another 50 or so K places to 102K. So very, very happy with the progress that my team is making, especially, as I said, with only the 10 players in effect. Now, I came into this one with the thought I could maybe uh, sell Botman because the um, the prognosis on him was not particularly... Well, actually, sorry, let me rephrase that. It was not particularly good after the match, but before the match, there was a possibility that he might play, but it was still a bit dicey, so I thought could sell him but then I looked at what I needed to do for game week 10 I looked at there being some bigger fixture swings towards Brighton towards Arsenal and uh, towards Liverpool as well which we'll talk about uh, in this video and felt that I would probably need the two free transfers for game week 10 to uh, aim my team in the right direction and uh, I started Botman in the hope that he was going to play and of course then after the deadline it was when we discovered that Eddie Howe thought that the best way to handle a Premier League press conference is to hide the fact that Botman um, was actually going to be out for several weeks so cheers for that one Eddie uh, but uh, yeah as I said uh, it meant that I was playing with 10 players because Anderson did come in of course but he got zero points because Newcastle scored four goals against Crystal Palace outside of that though I should stop moaning shouldn't I because I did have quite a good week so um, Van de Ven got me another six uh, Cash got me two nine for Madison two for DRB 14 for Son 16 for Salah uh, and of course holding on to Mbermo for that one last chance the last chance to at home to Burnley paid off goal and assist for him 14 points he was my biggest um, gain 
player of the game week according to LiveFPL.net, which I've got on the screen right now. Um, I gained 11.10 of his points on those around me because everyone having sold him already meant that, incredibly enough, he was one of my biggest differentials for this game week, officially so, not even just in a, um, an anecdotal sense, because I'm not seeing him in too many teams in social media, also from a data perspective as well, because it's just 20.7% of people around me had Mbermo for this game week, so he was a big part of uh, where the green arrow came from. Uh, then we had nine points for Alvarez, eight points for Haaland, captain doubled up to 16 for a total of 89 points, and two free transfers heading in to game week 10. Uh, now, of course, the, the dilemma that I've now got is what to do about Son, as I've already mentioned. Now, I'll stick my bus team on the screen for now. This is uh, without any transfers being made, so it does. it is a little bit... Um messy at the moment so uh Flecken uh back into goal uh to be honest between Turner and Flecken this game week it's uh, it's a bit of a tricky one I think neither one of them scores particularly highly um I don't really think it's going to matter which one I put in at some point I'm going to fix my goalkeeper problem but not this week because one of the lessons I'm starting to learn about how this season is going is that sometimes if you've got some minor issues with your team or um, perhaps you know I've had two flags I've got Botman and Estupinan I've managed to carry both of them through the last few weeks and continue to make gains all the while is focusing those transfers on you know where they're going to do the most work rather than necessarily selling players for the sake of it just because they have a flag you know if you can bench them if you can afford to bench them I, then I think you should because saving those transfers for a uh, bigger upside opportunity seems to be working out for me so far this season uh, and it's teaching me new lessons lessons I'd never really uh, thought I would learn in FPL because normally um, you know I've always been you know a real purist for a flagless team you know, uh, or a full squad. Now, I think that those kind of attitudes are going to be really important over Christmas when we have lots of fixtures uh, piling up on top of each other. But actually knowing that I can carry a couple of injured players on my bench through some of these game weeks and still do well based around making sure that I'm using those transfers to chase... Uh, yeah, upside in the attacking spots, perhaps, and selling players who are fit and probably going to play. I just don't like their fixture and I think someone else could do better. That is working out for me. Um, and so with that in mind... That's why I'm not going to change my goalkeeper situation this week. It needs some work. But does it need some work right now? Not really. Uh, when I've got other uh, issues to solve with, uh, yeah, perhaps maybe just tapping into the fixtures a little better. So at the moment, uh, Botman van der Ven Cash is my back three. And the reason why Botman is where he is is because uh, I might sell him. So that's a reminder. Sell him because <laughs> he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. I might not. We'll get onto that in uh, just a minute. Uh, Madison and Burmo, DRB, Salah and Son is my midfield. Now you'll notice that the captain's armband is on Son. That is not because I think Son is the best captain asset this week, and we'll have a look at why in just a second. Uh, Harland and Alvarez up front, and then a bench of Turner, Archer, Anderson, and Estupinian for now. Now, the reason why the captain's armband is on Son is because I really want to sign Bukayo Saka back. And, you know, I, I want him back in my team. He's got a great fixture this week, and I also think I want to captain him as well. So then it means that when I hopefully sell Son for Saka uh, ahead of Friday's deadline, then it means that the armband's already going to be on Saka just in case there's any crashes on the website. And so, yeah, that's the big issue people are dealing with. It was a lot easier of a, an issue to think about before Son went and did a madness on Monday night. Um, I thought maybe I'd get perhaps a goal out of him. Wasn't actually expecting as much as I got. And and it makes it really difficult. But I'm quite happy with the way that's gone. 
because I think it's going to make uh, people when when people lots of people have to make difficult decisions about a big asset in FPL it can often lead to really nice opportunities because I do think that there's a good chance that Saka can outscore Son this week uh, by such a margin that bringing him in and captaining him will really make a big difference so let's have a look at the two players in comparison then for this week in particular we'll start off with this week and then we'll move on to the next few weeks because obviously I'm not the sort of person who just wants to bring in someone for one week and captain them just for that I've got other times in this in the next few weeks where I feel like I'd rather have Saka than Son um, so we'll start with the short term then we'll move on to the season ticker and have a look at a little, little bit long term as well now over the last four matches can't deny that Son has been in good form and I fully appreciate that selling Son is selling someone who is playing well at the moment. Uh, and his underlying stats match that as well. Nine shots in the box, four big chances, uh, eight on target. He's created, key, he's, he's played eight key passes, so he's created eight chances. Uh, and three of those have been big. Uh, an XGI over the last four matches of 3.01. That's not, that's not bad. That's pretty good. And uh, his minutes per a lot of those is better than Saka's. I will completely admit that. Um, because he has actually played slightly fewer minutes. He had his minutes, of course, managed uh, against uh, Fulham. That's obviously because they had the uh, the Friday night game uh, coming up, which is a bit of an odd one to play the Monday night game in one game week and then play the Friday night game in the next one. Um, but yeah, um, and then uh, Saka, uh, his numbers are still good. We can't we can't deny that. Um, we have got him having also uh, played uh, key, uh, eight key passes. Two of them were big. Uh, four shots in the box, that is less than Son. Three big chances, that is also less than Son. And four shots on target, also less than Son. Now, his expected goal involvement, however, is 2.85, which is not really that far off uh, the South Korean. Of course, he has penalties uh, involved in that as well. Now, there's a couple of mitigating factors here. We have to look at who those two teams have played over the last four. That's a really important thing to look at. Now, um, Spurs have had Fulham and Luton in their last two. They have also had Liverpool and Arsenal in that time, but Liverpool's defence hasn't been amazing. Um, and the um, North London derby sometimes is hard to factor into uh, some of these models just because it's an unpredictable game with always lots of goals. Now, um, Arsenal have, uh, I would say, in my opinion, had much harder fixtures in this run. They've played Chelsea and Man City over the last two, um, two of the best performing defences this season, it has to be said, and we'll, we'll have a look at some numbers in a minute. Of course, you've got Bournemouth in game week seven in there, uh, and then the uh, the North London derby for them also. I do think that um, the... the 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 defenses of the teams that Arsenal have played have been better than the defenses of the teams that Spurs have played on the whole. Um, and of course, the last time that they had a more favourable fixture, Arsenal Saka did of course get himself a goal in that trip to Bournemouth, where we saw him signing autographs for players before the game. He only got off the bus if you remember back that far. So. Effectively, what I'm trying to say here is I actually think that these two guys are both in a relatively similar statistical position. Um, slightly better for Son, not quite so good for Saka. Um, but actually, the fixtures probably just kind of just readjusts them to be about the same level. Um, so, yeah, as I said, I fully appreciate I'm selling a player who's in good form here. But I just I sense an opportunity. I sense an opportunity here. And last season, um, between January and, and, and May, I went from 800k I went to 10k in about four months by basically just chasing windows of opportunity um, in a kind of like, you know what, I'm just going to give it a go. I was on course for my worst ever season and then my best ever season by just chasing opportunities. And I want to give it a go again because my team is doing so well at the moment. I feel like I can take a couple of risks. Um, I feel like I've banked a lot of points already. I've banked a decent rank so far. And I just want to see if I can push on, kick on and do something um, that's just going to help push me up even higher and so 
the the reason why I think the opportunity is now is the second part of what's on the screen, which is this current fixture for this game week. Now, these are um, two teams' defences. On the left-hand side, we have Crystal Palace in home matches this season. And on the right-hand side, we have Sheffield United in away matches this season. Because, of course... Um, uh, Spurs are going away to Selhurst Park and Arsenal are hosting Sheffield United. And the contrast between these two teams, between Crystal Palace at home and Sheffield United away, is miles apart. So, on average this season, Crystal Palace have conceded 13 shots um, per home game. Sheffield United have conceded 21.2 shots per away game. In terms of whether or not that's in the box, 9 in the box for, uh, conceded for Palace, 13.5 for Sheffield United. Uh, whether or not it was on target, 4.2 for the Eagles, 7.0 for the Blades. Um, and then big chances, 1.8 per game conceded at home for Palace, three per game conceded away from home for Sheffield United. So it's just a huge, huge contrast between these two defences. And that's why I just think there's a massive opportunity here to bring Saka in. And I actually think that Saka is the best captaincy candidate this week because in terms of returns and in fact on penalties, you know, he is in a similar position to your, to your Sons, your, your Salas and your Harlands, but he's the one with the best fixture. Um, and that's why I want to captain him for this one. So... Um, We'll just move on to what that looks like in the next coming weeks. It's not just this game week coming up where I think Saka has just got an infinitely better chance of a big, big haul than Son does because next week Spurs have to have to host Chelsea, which I think is going to be actually quite a low-scoring game based on Chelsea's defence so far this season. Now, admittedly, Arsenal are going to play Newcastle in game week 11, but they then play Burnley in game week 12, who are also in a similar position to Sheffield United defensively so far this season. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like that that also is the best um, captaincy option for game week 12 for Saka now admittedly in that game in game week uh, that's 12 um, Spurs are facing Wolves that's not a, that's that's quite a good one now Liverpool they host Brentford in that one Man City are away to Chelsea now I'm not averse to perhaps even selling Salah to get Son back in I'm I, I feel like with these four premium players we've got an attack hopping between them around these fixtures, provided you can do it in such a way that's not going to damage your team and you're not having some fires elsewhere, I think it's definitely worth thinking about. Um, but yeah, this it just looks like low-hanging fruit with Saka for this particular game week. Um, and as I said, um, having Son for game week 11, I'm actually even more concerned about than I am about having him for game week 10 for reasons we're about to have a look at now. Now, this is... Um, team's defences over the last four matches um, and we track this you know, week by week on these videos and Chelsea currently uh, remain in the top three for fewest big chances conceded over their last four matches uh, which continues to be impressive when you consider that in the last game they faced Arsenal who have been you know good goal scoring form this season and so yeah, I really do think that that is going to be a game where Spurs are going to struggle to really hit the heights that they would against Fulham and Luton, for example. Um, and so, yeah, these next two games in particular, I'm just not that excited about owning Son. I think there's better opportunities elsewhere uh, in those two particular uh, game weeks. Now, uh, you'll, of course, notice that Newcastle are top of the tree for defensive uh, stats over that time. Two big chances conceded uh, in that period of the campaign, which brings me on to my next issue, which is, of course, Botman being injured. Now, it made total sense to get Botman. If you've got Botman, um, you're probably frustrated right now, and I'm looking for a replacement. Now, this is an opportunity now for me to talk about my defence because it is tricky. It is tricky. I've got another midfield transfer I'd love to make, but I might have to make this defensive transfer this week because this is the weakest my defence has looked in some time. Now, if Botman doesn't play, which seems likely, then, of course, Anderson's going to have to come in again, and then my back three is going to be cash against Luton, which is fine. Van der Ven away at Palace, which I think is also okay because Palace have been a little bit shaky in front of goal uh, of late, especially without Elise and Eze. And then... Um, 
Anderson at home to Spurs, which whilst I've just said right there that I don't like the idea of Son facing Crystal Palace because, uh, you know, there's a possible chance of a Palace clean sheet based on how well they played this season. Um, still don't like the idea of having to rely on that prediction for Anderson to get points. And, you know, starting Anderson and Van de Ven, I mean, I kind of sat there thinking, hmm, I kind of want a nil-nil here, um, which I don't, I personally don't actually think is on the cards. I think a low-scoring win for either side, I think, is what is most likely. Um, so, yeah, Anderson van der Ven cash, that's not good enough. Um, the problem is, is that if I sell Botman to get another Newcastle defender like Burn, that's going to give me, Chef, that's going to give me, um, you know, a decent fixture this week away at Wolves, but then, of course, next week is going to give me Arsenal, and then I would probably want to bench my Newcastle defender for that weekend. For, it's worth clarifying, I can't get to Trippier. Uh, if you want more information on sort of like some of the reasons why, uh, the most recent episode of General's Orders, me and Mark go into some detail about no, tra- no Trippier versus no Salah teams, and actually the kind of like performing as well as each other at the moment and I'm, so I'm happy with my current choice there so I can't really get to him so the burn is the only one I could feasibly get to f- um, from a you know financial perspective but then that just means I would want to bench him the following week um, and then you know I'm still kind of left with a, a bit of a shorthanded defensive issue and the other thing actually is next week is that Anderson, Anderson can come back in next week Cash is going to face Forrest, that's fine. It's then also Spurs, who I don't want to start Van der Ven next week. This is one of the reasons why I was kind of a bit more interested in one of their centre-backs and one of their full-backs, because then I can bench them for the bad fixtures, of which there's a couple coming up. Chelsea at home for them. So I would need to bench the Newcastle defender against Arsenal and also the Spurs defender against Chelsea, which leaves me with only two defenders I actually want to start because the stupid name probably still isn't going to be back by then, although fingers crossed. He might be. Um, so... Um, I, I personally don't think that doing bottom one to burn is going to give me enough long-term rotating possibilities in my defence to be able to focus on some of those forward transfers. Um, Arsenal I've also looked at as well because Gabriel at home to Sheffield United looks really juicy. But then again, next week, it's Newcastle. So I would probably want to bench my Arsenal defender for that one. Again, leaves me the same problem. I would need to bench two of my defenders, start the other two, and then just hope a stupid hands fit by then. So the only defender that I've kind of got my eye on, and I've also mentioned here that, that Liverpool's defence hasn't been amazing this year, um, but we'll just go back to the uh, fixtures because this is probably where it will um, become a little bit more clear. I need a defender that I'd be happy to start both of the next two game weeks if I'm going to replace Botman. It isn't Newcastle. It isn't Arsenal. When you scroll down that list of teams on the season ticker, arguably it's Liverpool. Nottingham Forest at home, Luton away. So bearing in mind that Shimikas, similar price to Botman, a little bit cheaper actually, uh, is definitely going to be playing, we think, for most of the games uh, while Robertson is out and Robertson looks to be out for some time. He's the most likely person that I bring in in defence if I make a defensive transfer. Now, the dilemmas continue here because I also want to chase some opportunity elsewhere in midfield. And it is, of course, um, in getting rid of Mbermo and bringing in Matoma because we'll just go back to the season ticker again. And Brighton are second top on the fixture ticker for the next six matches. Fulham at home, Everton away, Sheffield United at home, Forest away, Chelsea away in game week 14, not so nice. Brentford at home in game week 15, uh, a little bit more attractive. But those next four for Brighton look really, really good. Um, it's time for the Seagulls to get back on the radar back in the uh, transfers in category for a lot of teams uh, whereas uh, Brentford in that time third worst on the season ticket Chelsea away West Ham at home Liverpool away Arsenal at home Luton at home and then Brighton away that run uh, makes them the third worst team for uh, fixture um, difficulty in that time and so it feels like an easy switch to go from uh, Mbermo to um, Matoma a couple of other numbers as well I mean 
Matoma looked incredible against Man City. He was actually the best player in that game from a goal for perspective. More shots uh, on goal than any other player in that match, which includes Haaland. More shots in the box than him as well. More shots on target. Looked really, really good. And yeah, over the last four matches, seven shots in a box, five big chances, four on target. In terms of the number of big chances, only Wilson and Isak have been afforded more than Matoma in the last four. Um, so I really, I really want to leverage uh, that. And then when you consider some of those defences they're playing against, um, Fulham, Everton and Sheffield United especially, really good opportunity so if I was to do that then I'm doing Son to Saka captaining him and Burmo to Matoma um, that's two of my free transfers used up already which would mean if I wanted to fix my defense then it's a minus four or alternatively I do Saka to Son uh, Son to Saka for opportunity's sake uh, Botman to Shimakas for obligation's sake and then you could argue maybe it's a minus four to do a Burmo to Matoma although looking at those fixtures I think over that run he would probably reward me for that um, shift there towards some really nice fixtures. So they're the transfers I'm considering right now. The one that I'm most sure about is Son to Saka because I think that the opportunity there, especially over the next three matches, is, is really big, especially when you consider the captaincy in game weeks 10 and 12 for Saka. Effectively, I'm signing two of him over the next three game weeks or four of him, five of him. I'm not going to captain him against Newcastle. I would captain him probably against Burnley and I would captain him against Sheffield United versus having only... Um, well, three sons over the same period because I wouldn't captain him for any of the next three. Um, so that one I'm fairly set on because even though it's a difficult one from a sort of sentimentality perspective, it's really hard to sell a player who's recently done really well. Um, I'm just trying to be objective about that one. Um, the Botman to Shimikas transfer, I don't like it, but I feel like I might have to do it. I might have to sort of grow up and put my big boy sh- uh, boots on and think, right, Let's just do what we've got to do here. Um, and then the Burma to Matoma one feels like a bit of a guilty pleasure as well. But also one that I think is, is going to come off. On balance, will I probably end up taking a minus four? Well, stay tuned to uh, Fantasy Football Scout um, and then all the videos and then also podcasts and, of course, my social media channels uh, as we head into Friday to see if that's something I'll, I've actually done. I quite like it, to be honest. I, I want to hold off using my wildcard. I still have it in my back pocket. Uh, I don't think my team needs it this week. I feel like I can get to an optimized team for the next couple of weeks with, with that minus four, potentially. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, but I, I, like, I like it overall. Even though the Shimakas one is not that exciting, I think as a, as a package of moves, those three together, I think they can potentially work. And we'll just see whether or not I have got the guts to follow it through by the end of the week. Now, as I mentioned uh, already, um, a lot of the stats we've looked at here come from the Match Football Scout members area. Make sure you sign up in time for Game Week 10. It's an early deadline and uh, the 30% off is going to be going soon. So make sure you get yourself sorted on that. Now, with that, I will leave you fine folks to enjoy the rest of your preparation for Game Week 10. And I shall see you next time. Bye.